It's Full Metal Jackie bringing you two hours of metal each and every week. And we've got one of the busiest drummers in metal today, Johnny Kelly, on the show with us this week. How you doing, Johnny? Hey, Jackie. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy to have you on the show. Uh, currently working on new music with I Am, while your other band, Kill Devil Hill, recently yeah. returned with new music after a decade hiatus. Armed with a new it's album, Johnny... How have you found the balance in it all? And do you find that there are moments where one thing informs how you approach the other? Or are you able to keep it all separate creatively? I try I try hard to keep everything separate. And, you know, creatively, they're all a little bit different from each other. You know, like it, it is really, I don't really see a point in doing, you know, like the same thing with a bunch of other people. It seems rather redundant. And... Uh, you know, like I, I, I like the challenge of playing something a little bit different than, you know, than what I'm usually doing or, you know, like, what, what, you know, coming from typo negative and, you know, being that kind of drummer. And, you know, I like trying to fit myself in other things. But, uh, you know, sometimes the scheduling can get a little hairy. <laughs> it, can, it, 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 it can be a problem sometimes. Uh, you know, but thankfully, you know, there really hasn't been too many situations where, you know, where I needed to be two places at one time. You know, usually I'm able to like, you know, like, you know, schedule it, you know, work around everything. Johnny Kelly of Kill Devil Hill with us. Their new record, Seas of Oblivion, is out now. Here's a tune from it, Before the Devil Knows. I saw your mommy. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got drummer Johnny Kelly of Kill Devil Hill on the show with us this week. And Johnny, you've got a powerful new song, Pharmaceutical Sunshine, with an impactful message. This song speaks to the ongoing opioid crisis in America. And I understand it's a very personal song for the group. Can you speak to the group's ties to the issue and why it was important to get this down to share with the audience? Well, I'm sure that everybody at at this stage, you know, especially, uh, you know, like, you know, like for us, you know, being a little bit older, everybody knows somebody or someone in their family or something has been, you know, they, they've, they've, experience this in some capacity you know and it's you know it, it has an effect it has an effect on everybody you know so it was just uh you know just something uh you know just speaking to that you know so it was uh, it was more about that more more speaking about you know like the thing of saying you know like we're you know we're all going through it it's full metal jackie coming up after the break a new tune from pod that features randy bly from lamb of god also music from machine head and more with my guest drummer johnny kelly it's full metal jackie here with johnny kelly uh on the show with us this week johnny kill devil hill are back after a 10-year hiatus and you've been through a lineup change how is the time away and the new band dynamics shifted how you've approached music for the new Seas of Oblivion album? Like, what personally was inspiring you as you started writing this new album? Really, uh, when we started working on it, there weren't really any expectations. We were just, uh, you know, after not being together for a while, we had just uh, started working on new music. And, uh, and it seemed like a lot of it had come together in a very short amount of time. You know, like uh, Mark... Mark's pretty good about coming up with riffs and, you know, songs and stuff. And, uh, you know, he has a lot of ideas, so he wasn't really short on anything. So once we once we got together and decided that, you know, this was fun, that, that was the, the primary objective that we were just enjoying, you know, just making music together. 
And uh, once we decided that we were going to go forward, Mark just started churning out all kinds of stuff. And it was really fast. And he just kept on, you know, sending, he sent me like a whole bunch of, of songs, you know, like it just seemed like one was coming like, you know, like every other day there was like another, another new song you know, had been uh, written and I was, uh, you know, putting drums on them, you know, doing demos here in, in, uh, in Texas and then sending them, you know, sending them back. And then soon, soon you knew it was like, everything just moved so quickly. You know, once once we had decided to, you know, put, put our foot on the gas pedal, everything just started going at a really fast pace and pleasantly surprised at how everything turned out. And it really just started out as just having fun. We like, uh, at that point, we really didn't have uh, we didn't have any uh, you know record label. There, w- there wasn't any any outside interest or pressures or anything like that. It was really just getting together, making you know working on music, see what we could come up with, and just having fun with it. The new Kill Devil Hill record, Seas of Oblivion, is out now. Johnny Kelly with us. Coming up next, we'll hear from Jamie Josta of Hatebreed for Josta's weekly pick from the pit. Music from Pantera. John is going to be picking music. It's all on the way. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got Johnny Kelly on the show with us, not only of Kill Devil Hill, but the awesome new band I Am, which reunites you with Kenny Hickey. And we've got Dreams Always Die with the Sun as a teaser earlier this year. But I know you recently spent time with the band in New Orleans working on your first album. What can you tell us about the music? Is it more in line with that first song or... Uh, we just announced that we're releasing uh, another single in November, uh, Cryptonesia. Cryptamnesia. I have a hard time pronouncing that. <laughs> one of those multiple syllable words. You know, drummers have issues with that stuff. Uh, that single is coming out. We'll be releasing that in November. I believe it's November 24th. And uh, that that song, it strikes me as being a little bit moodier. And uh, then, the, then the first single, "Dreams Always Die with the Sun." Uh, that's another thing that's just been, you know, it's a, you know, it's just fun doing it. You know, just getting together, getting together with the Kirk and Todd. You know, Kenny and I, we've been playing together since we were teenagers, so that's a very, uh, you know, a comfortable situation for for he and I. You know, we've been playing together for so long. It, you know. Uh, but to now work with uh, Kirk Winstein and Todd Strange, it, it's uh, you know different again. Like you know being in a, you know different atmosphere. You know d- those guys come from a different headspace, and it's been just a lot of fun. We've been friends for a long time, but never worked together up until recently. And so it's been real exciting to see what we come up with then. And we, when we were in uh, New Orleans uh, a couple of months back, we were able to come up with about, I believe it was like four songs. We were averaging like a, like a song a day. So we got four songs, Cryptomnesia was one of the songs that came from that. And we're planning on getting together around Halloween, going back to New Orleans to do some more writing and recording and stuff. And uh, who knows what this is going to sound like, you know, it may sound, you know, completely different than what we were doing, you know, a couple of months ago. But it's uh, it's it's interesting and uh, it's exciting in a, in a sense that, you know, not really knowing what's going to happen and uh, not really there isn't any preparation because those guys are really terrible about sending me song ideas because I'm the last one to hear about it and I walk into the room I walk into the studio completely unaware of what's been worked on and then they just 
they just throw stuff at me. So that's cool. What are you personally getting on a creative level out of the new musical partnership with the guys? Well, it's you know, like it. It's just a. It's just enjoyable, you know. Like if 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 I'm gonna be doing something musically, I, I need to be enjoying it. You know, it can't just be you know like a job or, or you know anything like that. You know, like where it's a, where it's a chore. You know, I don't I don't want to be in that environment anymore. I don't. You know, I'm at an age now where I, I don't even. You know, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Oops. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But, you know, so it's like doing something where it's like, you know, you, you're in an environment where you get to be creative and, and you're really enjoying yourself. And, and it's it's encouraging to be around other people like that, where they're encouraging you instead of, you know, like, you know, just, uh, you know, you just do this or like, you know, this, you know, just stay in your lane, you know, just just focus on this. And uh, it is, it's a lot of fun. It's very stimulating in that, you know, it, it makes me think and it, you know, it's, it's kind of, it pushes me, you know, it challenges me. And I, I like being challenged like that. Johnny Kelly with us. He's going to be picking a tune here in a bit. Right now, though, new music from While She Sleeps. This is the title track to their long-awaited sixth studio record, which is going to be coming out in March of next year. This is Self Hell. Let's praise the love inside of us. It's Full Metal Jackie drummer Johnny Kelly on the show with us this week. Johnny, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about this milestone year for Typo Negative <laughs> as well. Uh, Bloody Kisses, one of my favorite records of all time, uh, turned 30 this year. Life is Killing Me is turning 20. You had an influential run with Typo Negative and now several years removed from that experience. I kind of wanted to ask which album and tour cycle from the band's career, like both personally and professionally, was the most rewarding for you, and why does it stand out to you? The first tours that that we did with when I, you know, I joined the band right after Bloody Kisses was released, and then we didn't. Uh, when I joined the band, the intention wasn't to be a touring band, and then I was in the band maybe like four months, five months. And then it was, uh, you know, our manager, Ken Creedy at the time, he was like, you know, can you get time off of work? We're going to, you know, go out on tour. And then it just snowballed. It was like, you know, like once that that first tour ended, we went out and we played clubs and they were like, you know, you know, they were like half empty and, you know, but it was cool and exciting to finally be out on tour with, with the band. And then that tour ended and then, you know, you were only home for a few weeks and then it was like, can you get, you know, can you get more time off of work? We're going to go out with Nine Inch Nails for, for two weeks. And then we came home and then it was like, you're going to go out with Motley Crue. And then, you know, then we went out with, uh, you know, like we went out with Pantera and then we, you know, well, we went out with Danzig, then we went out with Pantera, then we went out with Queensryche. And then we were doing tours on our own in between, you know, going out as a support act. And to me, that was the most exciting time, you know, because it was, you know, it was new and it was the, the uh i guess like you know the challenge to win over you know to win over fans you know as we were building our fan base and uh you know to go out and be a support act i always i always liked that the challenge of that and it was all you know new and exciting and stuff and you know watching the band you know slowly you know like build its fan base and you know and then the end of it was you know by the end of the touring cycle you know we had a gold record 
which was uh you know like the first for roadrunner and it was uh, obviously the first for us but it was you know like at that time it was all very very exciting and watching the band you know build that was that was the most exciting to me that was that was it you know because i didn't care about anything else like you know i wasn't worried about you know uh you know touring budgets and you know nonsense like that or you know it wasn't it didn't matter it was like you know you weren't making any money so there's nothing to think about <laughs> there's nothing to worry about as far as that stuff you know you're not making any money just go out and have fun and that was that was the most exciting part for me you know because i was i was having a lot of fun and you know what and we were building something you know and we were doing it with friends that friends of ours that we all been friends you know for years and you know so now to see, you know, like see us reach those kind of goals was really exciting. It's Full Metal Jackie. Coming up this hour, the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week music from Megadeth, Meshuggah. More with drummer Johnny Kelly next. It's Full Metal Jackie. Johnny Kelly with us. And if I could just ask a personal question, because, you know, obviously you were in a band uh, with Pete Steele for such a long time. How often do you think about him? You know, I think I think about him all the time, and it, it's it, it, not really in a sentimental way, but a lot of times, you know, you know, I spent so many years with with Peter and in Typo, you know, in my you know in my adult life, you know, like uh, there's so many stories, like you know, when I'm with other people, and you know, like just telling stories about you know traveling and stuff, or just uh, you know, his name comes up all the time. It was such an big part of my life for so many years it will i'll always be i'll always be talking about him you know and it's a, you know like and i miss him incredibly and but a lot of the times like you know like when i talk about him we're it's always something funny so that so that's good you know, i like can only always, imagine i mean like tell me what tell, you got to tell me your funniest pete pete steel story i mean there was so many you know like uh, all right for instance uh we're on Ozfest and uh we're in Dallas and there's a whole bunch of us hanging out in Phil Anselmo's dressing room and King Diamond was there because King Diamond lives in the Dallas area so King Diamond's at the show King Diamond's in the dressing room hanging out with Philip and you know there's a whole bunch of people there and stuff and we're all hanging out and Peter comes into the dressing room and he goes can I use foul language on this yes (laughs) okay (laughs) Peter like you know walks in the dressing room he goes Philip what's this you're listening to (laughs) <laughs> and, and philip just turns around to peter and he goes it's king diamond and then he points to king diamond sitting next to him <laughs> and like uh, like all i thought of was like the bugs bunny cartoons like you know when when somebody was a jackass and their hit their face would turn into a donkey right in the cartoon and Peter didn't even say a word. He was just so humiliated and embarrassed. Oh he didn't say anything. He just turned around and walked out of the dressing room. Oh my gosh! Little... And then there was like, then there was like this awkward, silent pause, which was great. And then everybody just started dying laughing. I couldn't. I loved it. I th- this was like the greatest thing that he ever did. You know, but that was just like one. That was, you know, that's just one day. There was always like, you know, like Peter. Peter was a very genuinely funny guy, and and because of, you know, like how he looked and how he was and stuff, he couldn't go to like the grocery store without something crazy happening to him. You know, like he got mugged. What? Who would mug that yes. guy? He was a giant. Right. Yes. Yeah. And he got mugged. He was like, there was like a little corner store, like at the end of his, like a block away from his house. And so he would go there all the time, you know, for, for whatever. 
And he comes to rehearsal and he's like, I got mugged last night. I was like, what? <laughs> Who would mug that guy? Like, I would be afraid. I think anyone would right. see him walking down yeah. the and walk the other he was way. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, somebody actually came up to you and mugged you. <laughs> he was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All the time, like, you know, every day was something, you know, weird and unusual and, you know, like, you know, most of the time funny, but there was always something. And so there's a lot of times, you know, you're telling stories, you know, with your friends, you know, like I'll be hanging out with like the Quiet Riot guys and, you know, like we come from different environments and stuff and we trade like these war stories of, you know, and uh, so, yeah, his name comes up pretty often. And I'm sure because I've told you a million times that like Typo Negative is like one of my favorite bands of all time. And I was lucky enough to see typo back in the day on these many tours and i mean i even saw carnivore at lemoore's yeah and, you know i mean he that man was one of a kind and there will never be anyone I, he truly was he truly was there really such a unique person you know in so many ways you know like a, you know like character wise songwriting wise as as a bass player you know like i've never seen i've never played with anybody that plays bass like peter did you know it was so, so unique and you know like uh, nothing short of amazing it's full metal jackie coming up next we're going to check out a new tune from Within Temptation and their record Bleed Out, the new record that just came out this week. Plus, we'll be hearing from a member of Death Clock for the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week and more with Johnny Kelly. It's Full Metal Jackie, drummer Johnny Kelly on the show with us this week. And Johnny, I know it's a busy time for you. What does the future hold in terms of albums and touring? And where can we see you and hear you in the coming year? Uh, well, uh, we got the Kill Devil Hill record. I have uh, this other project I've been involved with called uh, Patriarchs in Black. I believe that record's coming out in October, and that has a. Uh, it's kind of like, kind of like uh, my Probot. <laughs> Remember Dave Grohl did Probot? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, and I, I work with the right your East Coast. It's um, me and uh, Dan Lorenzo from uh, Hades. Right, right. And uh, so we, when we put that together, it was uh, like at the time when we were talking about it, I was like, he was like, you know, who are we going to get for a singer? This and I was like, look, I said, I can't be in another band. I'm already in like 50 bands. I, I can't do it. And I was like, I said, but if you want to do some stuff like, you know, like record and like, you know, like, you know, do something like that. I was like, I'm totally into it. So then it, that opened the door for like, you know, who could we get? And it's like, you know, like you have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends. Let's just get a bunch of people that, you know, normally I wouldn't have the opportunity to play with, you know, have them, you know, do something on the record. And so like the next record, I even got my brother doing some guitar solos on it and stuff. <laughs> I haven't played in a band with my brother since I was like 16 years old. <laughs> so that's fun. And uh, so so that record's coming out in October. A lot of dates with uh, Quiet Riot coming up, a lot. That's been keeping me busy. Uh, we were gonna do some Hookers and Blow shows in November, but we just got word that uh, those got rescheduled for January. You're getting have, busy. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm so grateful. Like, you know, I'm thankful. You know, it's better than, you know, nobody wanting to play play with me you know, it's, <laughs> you know that that would that would stink you know that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be fun at all so you know it's great to be you know like to be busy and especially after you know like you know after peter passed away and you know like typo wasn't active anymore 
I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. Like, you know, what was going to be, you know, what was going to be the next, you know, phase of my life or my career, if I was even going to have a career after that or, you know, but, uh, you know, like dancing kept me very busy for a very long time, which was great. And, uh, and then, you know, so now like these other things have, have, you know, popped up and I'm glad that it's, you know, that it's keeping me busy. So I, I, I take it as a good thing, you know, like when my phone doesn't ring anymore and nobody wants to talk to me or like, you know, be around me or like work with me or whatever, then I'll, then I'll be worried about it. But the rest of you know, I'm just taking it all in stride, you know, just trying to enjoy it. I'm in, just enjoying playing, you know, just, just having fun. That's amazing. Well, that's that's what it's all about. And I can't see your phone stopping ringing anytime soon. You're in you're in high demand. <laughs> uh, and good luck with, uh, you know, all of these projects that you have uh, going on. Kill Devil Hill. I am, you know, these uh, quiet ride dates you're doing, uh, you know, glad you're keeping busy and uh, very excited for all things to come. And I, I really appreciate you taking the time, Johnny. It's always great to, to chat with you. Thank you. It's, it's good to good to hear from you. I, I would say it's good to see you again, but I don't I see know, you. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. <laughs> but, but I hear you. It's, it's, it's nice catching up. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Stick around because we've got more metal up next.